You are listening to Give Grief a Chance, and I'm your host and advanced grief recovery specialist, Diane Morgan. And these podcasts are all about bringing grief awareness out into the world, because even today, my friends, grief is hidden and it's tucked away. So come along and join me on this journey. Let's start to bring grief out into the open and maybe you'll be brave enough to give your grief a voice. This is episode 140. Hello to all of my lovely podcast listeners and welcome to this week's episode. I hope that you're all doing really well. And as always, I'd like to say a big thank you to everyone who takes the time to listen to these podcasts. So on this week's episode, I'll be chatting with Sheena Nancy Sarles. And Sheena is a lifelong student of well-being and a certified yoga teacher. Now, after the death of her parents, sister and best friend, Sheena was led to integrate her yoga practice with a grief. And so she's created a beautiful offering of yoga for living with loss. And this teaching is based on exploring how the grieving process impacts our physical, emotional, energetic and spiritual bodies, represented by our main chakras, which are the spinning wheels of energy that we all have in our bodies. Grief is such an emotional and mental energy that over time can be congested in our physical bodies. By using a variety of breathing practices and gentle yoga movements, Sheena helps you to create a deeper understanding of how your body reacts to grief. Yoga for living with loss helps you to navigate through loss without getting lost. So without further ado, let's have a chat with Sheena. Welcome to the podcast, Sheena. I am really looking forward to this. Thank you. I'm honored to be your guest. So let's just dive right in. Um, could you tell us about your experience with grief and loss and how it influenced your work in the field of bereavement? Well, I actually have been led to this work, which I have created called Yoga for Living with Loss in a very organic uh, way, but from these very deep losses. Um, I was a dancer in another life. And then as I got older, I got into yoga and I just started my yoga practice when my dad passed away about 18 years ago. And I found in the deepest grief, when I was present in my breath and in my body, I was still obviously deeply mourning, but it kind of took away the edge, if I can say mm -hmm. that. Just... Um, I just wasn't so absorbed in my own head. Then I continued my practice. My mother passed away five years later. And then I found, okay, 
this is working for me. I'm incredibly sad. I'm mourning the, the passing of my beloved parents. And yet when I breathe or meditate or do certain postures, tears could flow, but I was present. I was able to embrace my grief and, and move with it instead of always pushing it away or being so absorbed in that I couldn't do anything else. And then I continued to uh, become a teacher. And in my teacher training at the time, my best friend of 40 years uh, died of glioblastoma followed by my big treasured, cherished sister who died of lung cancer three months later. So it was quite a, quite a crushing few months, mm -hmm. years for me. So I had done other work in public relations and communication and things like that and raising my children. And then I just found that as I was grieving, the yoga gave me a place to put it. And it wasn't that I had to do handstands and cartwheels and be a yoga pretzel. I just found that the idea of breathing into the present moment was all I had. And I love the Deepak Chopra saying, there's now and everything else is in your imagination. Mm -hmm. So then I went to a grief writing workshop at our local hospice. And of course, everyone was very hunched over, very congested, very sad. And it was, you know, what color is your grief? What animal is your grief? And it was really helpful. But at the end, my yoga teacher uh, came out of me and I just asked everyone, why don't we lift our arms and just take a deep breath in? And the executive director found me and said, hey, would you teach yoga for healing loss? And I said, well, you don't heal from loss. You learn to live with it. And from there, I started to offer classes to a few people at the local hospice. And what I found was the chakras, these seven energy centers in our bodies called maybe the rainbow bridge, mm -hmm. became a container, a foundation that people could say, oh, I'm in the grieving process and I have this physical or emotional or uh, ache or ailment in this particular part of my body. And it gave them and me a form to say, oh, this is what it is. First chakra, security. I, I'm feeling in my lower body unsteady. Well, because I feel abandoned, I don't feel that I have safety because I've lost my loved one. And it goes all the way up the rainbow bridge. So this is where I found comfort and also a place to really dive into my grief. It was big. It, it is big. And what's happened in these past six years since I started the program is that I understand much deeper what it's like to navigate grief because it's always with us. It changes, it ebbs and it flows, but I understand we don't heal from it. It doesn't go away. I like to say it becomes a very large thread in our personal tapestry. Beautiful. I love it. And I think it's really important. I love that you move people out of the head. You know, when we're in grief, even though grief is an emotional thing, I think a lot of people really get stuck in their head. So tell me a little bit about, you know, the practice itself. Is it something that, explain if I was going to come and take uh, a class with you. I hope you will. Yes. <laughs> um, so each class is devoted to one chakra. 
Okay. Um, and we'll say like it's the root chakra. So I open the class with uh, maybe one or two different breathing techniques. And I feel the breath is so important because you can practice at any time. And I always find having a breath practice, it's like having it in your back pocket. You can't uh, learn it when you need it, but if you have it, you can pull it out. Mm -hmm. So we start with the breathing, a breathing practice, abdominal breathing, alternative nostril breathing, and everyone is at their own pace. This is uh, a very gentle yoga. We do breathing. Then we go into, I give a short uh, presentation about that specific chakra in grief. Where does it congest? What does it look like? What's the excess? What's the deficiency? What's the balance? How do we recognize it? And then we go into about a 25 minute, very gentle asana poses, yoga poses that relate directly to that chakra. Like if it's lower body, we'll do a lot of feet and legs and moving around and talk about it. And it's a very gentle yoga. Some people do it in a chair. Uh, it can, uh, you know, it's, it's your own practice. I am just the guide. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we end with a, another, with a meditation, a shavasana and a meditation And then we gently come back as a group, share our experiences or just say hi. And um, that's 60 minutes. So I offer it weekly on Zoom on a live class. Uh, Since COVID, we are not anymore in a room at my local hospice. And of course, that's changed everything because now I have people from literally all over the country, all over the world, which is really amazing. That's beautiful. So is it seven sessions because of the chakras or? It is. uh, Well, we keep on going. Uh, It's not a a series. I have a Yoga for Living with Loss video series, which is uh, a seven part series on YouTube. That I that's one for each chakra. And these are each 45 minute classes that are available. You can get one class, you can get all seven. Mm -hmm. They're offered uh, by suggested donation, but anyone can get them because I would rather it be an offering than an income. (laughs) So, and so those classes are set up on YouTube. There's a two hour workshop on YouTube people can access, but my Zoom classes are one hour once a week anyone is invited. Some people come every week for three or four years. Some people come once and go, that was what I needed. And they're done with it. So uh, we do hit each of the seven chakras weekly. And then we kind of go off. This week, we actually talked about anger and grief and people being angry about losses to COVID because it was so personal for a number of people. So I try to always uh, base the class on a yoga philosophy and Mm -hmm. yoga poses to address all these different elements of grief. And we we call it like the river. You're in the river, you're next to the river, the river is still, there's waves, you're going backwards, you're going forward. So we talk a lot about the movement of grief in our lives, in our bodies. And I like to express that while grief is universal, our own grief is incredibly personal and nobody really knows what we are going through. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Now can people jump in at any time? Yeah. So it's on zoom and I post the zoom link on my website and I post it on a Facebook page, yoga for living with loss. I'm very reachable. 
Okay. Um, yeah. Anybody can anybody can jump in. I can't just put it on out there because then you get other people. So I like people sure. to um, kind of have a little filter to come in so everybody feels safe, which is certainly one of the most important aspects of uh, of grief is to feel safe. Absolutely. And and I love it that you allow a space too for people to give their grief a voice after you, you know, after you've worked through it. It's part of the, the grieving process is connecting. And mm-hmm. what it's, what I found is important to me and the people in my class, it's important to connect with people that understand where we are. Yes. And, and, you know, we say their names, we really dive deep and there's tears and there's laughter and there's, we, we go the whole gamut because it's a huge process. And if we don't bring it in, we don't get through it. What, I like to say what you resist persists. So if we leave it outside and say, well, I'm not going to deal with that. Who knows how it manifests and in physical ailments, in isolation and loneliness, there's a lot of ways. So I try to make it that we are connected. We're a community of grievers who support each other. In some ways, I think that, you know, not that COVID is a blessing, but it's opened this world for us to connect in such a bigger way via Zoom, you know. So I think it's beautiful that you not only have your local people, but people from all over the country or the world. It's, it's, it is, it's, it's actually offered through the yoga barn of Bali, where I uh, have traveled many times, but haven't gone since COVID. So it's part of their uh, yoga barn online offerings. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, nobody wants to touch grief, but once you do, you want to be, you want to be held by it. Absolutely. And I think it's important to give our grief a voice, to talk about our loved ones, to talk about our loss. I mean, we are a world that really wants to share all our happiness, mm-hmm. but we're never taught, even though we have that desire when we are grieving, we re- most of us really do want to share our sad feelings. You know, and each chakra has kind of a shadow side, I call it. Mm-hmm. And when we acknowledge it, then it doesn't stay with us like an ax at our neck, so to speak. Right. You know, oh, I do feel fear. I do feel guilt or shame or grief or illusions or all these different things. And they're all part of the chakras, which is a very deep study. I never stop studying the chakras because there's so much to them. Absolutely. Wow. This is beautiful. Now, what would you say to somebody who was struggling in their grief in such a way that they feel like they could never reach a point of moving forward? You know, they just feel stuck. Well, I would always chat with anyone who wanted Mm -hmm. to talk about it. Uh, I do some coaching and I'm always eager to allow people to come in. And what I do is I invite people to come to Zoom. They don't have to turn on their video. They don't have to be part of it. They can observe and just come into it when they feel comfortable and letting people know you are not alone. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the message of grief. That's huge. You are not alone. We, I don't know your exact grief, mm-hmm. but I do know the, what you're going through. 
in a certain way. I always say, you know, before my sister died, I, people would tell me they lost a sibling and I would say, oh, that's too bad. And then my own big, treasured, beautiful sister died. And I go, now I know. Right. Unfortunately, now I know. And we talk a lot about compassion for people that say really weird things to you. <laughs> oh, how old was your mother? And do you have other children? And you'll marry. Right, right. And well, this is where people. I think, and this is where people get stuck in, in their head. It's a learned behavior. It's things that we, those things that we hand down because we're never taught to deal with grief. So we hear things like, oh, she's in a better place now. Or time will heal. You know, these are the things that really keep us stuck in our grief. So when we hear things like that, it stops us from actually grieving. Right. It makes it like it's uh, as, uh, you're doing it wrong. And this yes. is the other message. There's no wrong way to grieve. Exactly. I have people who lost a uh, spouse a week ago. Mm-hmm. And I have people that lost a mother 25 years ago. It, there's no timeline on it. No. And so what I try to offer are just some tools. Here's, here's what helped me and maybe it'll help you. You know, what you offer is so valuable when somebody is stuck in their grief. Thank you. And going back to what your point about Zoom, Zoom makes it so comfortable. Right. Come in, turn, tune in, maybe leave, maybe turn your video off, maybe come every week, maybe stay and talk. There's a lot of options. You don't, you don't get stuck. <laughs> you don't have to go anywhere. Uh, you can just, it, it, I try to make it as accessible as possible. Grief is hard enough. Yes. Do you incorporate, you know, self-care on a physical level into your practice? I do. Well, of course, each class gives you a, a breath technique, a, a movement technique, a relaxing technique, a meditation technique. So I'm hopeful and it has come to pass with many people have come that they take the class and then they do incorporate those those different tools in different parts of their uh, lives as things come up. And, you know, we we never know when the grief is going to come up. <laughs> right. We don't know if we're going to hear a song or see a flower or whatever. And then it comes up. What do I do with it? Well, mm-hmm. here's what you can do with it. You can breathe. You can acknowledge it. You can be I love that. The breath is so powerful. It's so powerful. And we, as a society, do not give it its due. Mm-mm. And the beautiful thing about the breath is it keeps us in the moment. And it's always available. You don't have to buy anything. Right. Go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I find fascinating about the breath is I do certainly my own deep study into it. Mm-hmm. There's so many ways to practice the breath there's so many different ways that you know everybody can find something that works for them yes I mean it doesn't matter if you're in a red light or you're you're at a wake or you're right or you're alone supermarket yes you can always access it that that's what I think the beauty of it is and that's what I try to impart so to answer your question everything I offer is doable elsewhere Absolutely fantastic. I definitely am going to check out. <laughs> really? Welcome. And no, the, the other thing is there's no yoga experience necessary. This right. is not cartwheels and handstands. 
Right. Well, this was going to be my next question. You know, is it if you're not a seasoned yoga? No, this is, you know, I have people who don't even they say, well, I've heard of yoga. It's yoga is just this ancient term for union of breath and movement. Mm -hmm. And it's been westernized into, as we call them, yoga pretzels. But that's (laughs) not what this is. You know, you don't, I I ask people to sit on a pillow. We start class with lighting a candle in honor of the person that we mourn. And everybody has, uh, you know, people do get a yoga mat or they do practice in whatever way is comfortable. The other part that I've loved is all these people have found a way to create a yoga space in their own homes, which is really cool. And that's really great. I have a candle here and a mat here and I turn on this light. And so what I hope I'm offering people is, as I say, how do you navigate your losses without getting lost? Hopefully I'm offering them different opportunities, different perspectives on how you can navigate this very deep loss. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful that you create this space and you allow, you know, others to be able to say, you know, I can create my own space. Mm -hmm. And it's empowering because grief is disempowering. Yes. What inspires you to get out of bed in the morning? Well, my personal practice is the minute I open my eyes, I say three things I'm grateful for. And then I nudge my husband and I make him do the same thing. (laughs) You know, if anyone would like to find out more about where can they go? My website is um, yogaforlivingwithloss.com. My Facebook page is the same. Okay. I think I, and I'm on Instagram. It's all yoga for living with loss. And my name is Sheena Nancy Sarles. And I'm, you can find me anywhere. I'm not hard to find. Um, I respond to emails right away. Uh, I have a little other entrepreneurial businesses that I'm involved in. So I, I'm trying to be as present as I can. Well, I was going to ask you, do you have any other projects or anything else that you'd like to share? Well, do, making the video series, it was professionally filmed. So that was a big deal. My living with loss video series. But also I am, uh, I have been called a serial entrepreneur. <laughs> I was looking for a facial serum. I couldn't find one that didn't have preservatives and chemicals. And so I've created my own. And so I do um, in my office sanctuary here, I do craft, uh, I call it G, my other business is Growing Younger Gracefully. And I've written a book about how do, how do we age because I was aging and some tips and tools for aging. And from that came my serums and I do a, a facial serum and a body serum that I offer. They're all organic, hand blessed, handcrafted, and, um, It's been a really fun kind of, you know, cottage industry for me. That's great. I got to check that one out. You know, also aging is a loss for people. Oh, yeah. Huge loss. You say I'm an anti-anti-ager. Yes. This whole anti-aging thing drives me crazy, especially having lost loved ones. They would have done anything to age. Yes. I don't like that term either to tell so the truth. I'm, I'm like, here we are, let's celebrate it. And I, I love to tell the story that when I was like four or five years old, I said to my mother, isn't it great that my aunt, you can see where she smiles even when she's not smiling. And my mother, who was very glamorous, said, those are wrinkles. And I thought this was, <laughs> so I, you know, let's celebrate everything that we can because there's a lot that is not celebrated. 
Absolutely. And and I think to me anyway, you know, for me, obviously taking care of myself internally and externally. But, you know, for me, aging has really become all about health. Well, and so is the grieving process. It's all about self-care. And I always say my pillars of aging and grief is um, movement, not exercise. Yep. Nutrition, not nourishment, not diet. Yes. And an attitude of gratitude. You don't grieve deeply unless you love deeply. And sometimes just taking self-care is how you can honor your loved yes. one as much as yourself. Thank you so much for taking the time to come to the podcast and talk to us about your journey and your teachings through grief and loss and sharing your wonderful offerings and wisdom with everybody. Wow. Thank you so much. This has been quite an honor and a pleasure to to meet you with you and chat with you. And I invite anyone listening, come and try yoga for living with loss. You never know, might give you might give you a, a little way to navigate your own loss. That's right. Sheena, thank you so much. Take care. Thank you. Okay, you lovely people. That is it for this week's podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it and that it was helpful for you. If you'd like to find out more about my services and programs, then please visit my website, givegriefachance.com. There you can drop me an email, ask a question, or share your story via voice message, and I'll be happy to play it on the podcast. And while you're over at my website, why don't you check out my free gifts to you? There's a guided meditation to help you sleep, a grief recovery ebook with 61 tips on the experience of grief and how to move through it, plus my fillable grief worksheets, which will help you to process your memories, thoughts, and emotions. So please feel free to use them. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate it, like it, and share it. And if you feel like it, come and join me on Instagram at Give Grief a Chance Coach. Okay, my friends, take good care and have a wonderful week. <music>